Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. And welcome into the Mackie and Judd after show, which is Zolgad and producer Declan Goff. Remember, you can give us a... uh, five-star rating and a positive review on Apple. We'd appreciate that. It helps uh, spread the word about our show to other Minnesota sports fans. Or you can also and or subscribe to our Score North YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Score North. We uh, crank out daily Vikings content on Purple Daily, Mackie and Judd, and of course the after show, Judd's Hockey Show, Declan, and much more. So we had a conversation uh, today on Purple Daily because on NFL.com, Adam Shine ranked the uh, the nine teams that could be the team of the decade following the Patriots, uh, starting with 2020, obviously. Uh, he went with Kansas City 1, Baltimore 2, San Francisco, I believe, 3. And in those nine teams, he did not have the Vikings. And you asked me the question of, go ahead. What Minnesota team, local team, all teams, by the way, I'm not just doing the four core men's sports. We can include the Gophers, we can include the Lynx, we can include everyone here, the United. I want everyone involved. What local Minnesota sports team has the best chance to be its team of the decade? Hmm. Well, the Lynx sort of qualified in that way for the past decade, right? I, I think they are so the they, 2010s, yeah. without a doubt. So they won so three championships. They're that team. Yeah. Um, so projecting for 2020 and 29, who would be who has the best chance? Wow, you know what's so... It's tough. Because it's... It, number one, Judd, it's... it's Incredibly hard, especially outside of football, to project ten year success. Yeah, it really is, and <laughs> it's sad. I love the direction that going into spring training, the Twins were going right, right. now, and yep. and they've got a good young manager in Rocco Baldelli. They've got a good executive team. They had certainly made some nice moves. Now they did have some veteran core players who are not going to be around in probably three years, let alone five years. But that being said, all of the changes that the pandemic is going to bring in potential payroll and stuff now sort of makes me pause. Not that twins are going to get bad, but what's the approach going to be now post-pandemic? The wild, I say, no chance from what we've seen that they're going to be that team. Mm. Uh, The Wolves, obviously, that would be... I think think they're dead last. That would be laughable. Um, The Lynx, I think, have a chance for sure. Yeah. Uh, I guess if I was going to pick the go for the go for sports teams, no way. Really? Um, because I look, this yeah, is coming from a no guy way. who has no ties and no real care for go for athletics. Yep. Go Huskies woo. I 
what I saw from PJ Fleck and the Gopher football team last year was insane. He'll be gone. I think he'll be. I, yes, I, no, they have no I don't think he'll you, be here for the decade. We're saying team of the decade. Right. Like I even, th- okay. They can pop up. Okay, okay. Let's just say they have no chance. Th- through 2025, the Gophers win a Rose Bowl and enter the BCS top four playoff system. Let's just say it's that. It's not team of the decade. I, I think it might it would put a, put a case for it. You've got to be Bama. Okay. Well, if they beat Bama. No, no, no. You've got to be Bama. Be Bama. Oh. Bama is a team of the decade. Yeah. You, you've got to be. P.J. Fleck, if that's the case, will be, and I don't blame him one bit, but I keep going back to the Notre Dame job is eventually going to come along, and P.J. Fleck in the 2020s is the perfect fit for that job. Yeah. And so... I'm not saying that the Gopher football program is not on the absolute right track. I believe that they are. But if we're talking team of the decade in this, you're right. It is incredibly tough. You know, the Vikings I, are always competitive. The Vikings, yep. now now I think the coach, possibly the GM and the quarterback are not going to be around in, no. not going to be employed, I, I should say, not going to be employed by the team in five years. Uh but that being said, the Vikings are traditionally a strong team and they are well run. But team of the decade, which means multiple championships in the National Football League, that's that's a tough one. So the links are atop the list, I think, easily. Um, and after that, Dex, as you just said, it's easier to start at the bottom and go, okay, Wolves to me are dead last. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave college out just sure. for the sake of this right now. Wolves are dead last. I would put the Wild second to last. Because their splash moves of Parisi and Suter are going to be gone sooner rather than later when we're probably talking about the totality of the decade. That's correct. Um, so it, then it comes down to below the links, do you put the Twins or the Vikings? And just when you go team of the decade, it's so hard for me to envision those teams winning multiple championships. And hell, we'd be happy with, we'd be delighted. Just with one. We'd be delighted with one. I, I think one. when I look at the Twins, even pre-pandemic, you saw a window for 20 and 21 to yes. win the World Series. Yes. But you also saw, if you don't make the hay now, you you could be in some serious trouble because this is a veteran lineup with a lot of ties to Josh Donaldson. I think Josh Donaldson will perform well over that contract. Doesn't mean it's still not a possible risky contract. But I, I think I looked at the Twins and I thought, all right, you have a two-year window here to really put your, put your foot down and possibly be a World Series favorite. Mm-hmm. And even though the Twins, I think, have historically always had good prospect pools, and I think in general the new regime in Falvian, Falvine, as I like to call them, they they both have installed principles that should set up success for long seasons and, and past 2021, 20, 22. I just don't know because baseball is hard to project 10 years. Like you can be, you can have the, t- look, you can have a top 10 prospect system for 10 consecutive years, and does it, does it equate a guaranteed one World Series? No. No, of course it not. It does not. Um, so I don't think I can look at the Twins and say they're the favorite either. I I'll put the Wild with a wild card for the for a pun intended around it that hockey is random, and that timing I think plays a big factor in getting hot. You saw you, we've seen wild card teams and ACs win Stanley Cups. I mean, who would honestly, who would have thought going into two thousand nine mm-hmm. that the Los Angeles Kings would win two Stanley Cups? Did anyone see that coming? No, probably not. Probably not. But did you see? Do, do you see the Wild right now? And the answer for me to this question is no. 
Do you see them having uh, the potential to be the Detroit Red Wings of the '90s? Mm, well, no, and that's that's a team of the sure. decade. Yeah, I mean, let's let's call let's just call the Blackhawks like, the team of the 2010s. Look, yeah, and look, I am not going to scoff at if any of these teams can win one bleeping championship. I'm with For you. Sure. We'll celebrate it. It's awesome. Um, and so, this is not to say that if they don't achieve this mystical status that it's somehow going to be a disappointment because it's not, but it's just so hard to pick the one team that you say, okay, I could see that that franchise becoming the dominant franchise in their league for a 10-year period like the Patriots were in the National Football So League. this is why I, I also think the Wild are set up well, is for the first time in a very, very long time, their prospect pool is very deep. Kaprizov's supposed to come over here and be the most exciting player the franchise potentially has ever seen since Marion Gabrick. And... If the Parisian suitor contracts are coming off the books, that's going to open things up in free agency. The biggest gaping hole, obviously, on the current day Wild Judd is the lack of a number one center and your and the number one goaltender. Mm-hmm. Now, probably if you're building a hockey team, what are the two most important positions? Goaltending and number one centers. So that that piece of the puzzle is missing. But I do think it's achievable to acquire those things. I think they're positioning themselves to be to put themselves in a position to get those pieces. And I, I think. When it comes to the Wild, we're going to get a much better idea of where things stand in the next, let's say, let's say six to eight months in this sense. Bill Guerin, who took over for Paul Fenton as GM last August, correct? Bill Guerin is going to have to start to make some moves that's going to tip his hand as to how effective he, he can be as a GM. Does he go out and spin some masterful trade for a top-line center, who, if he does, is a game-changer awesome. for this franchise? Does he go out and find that goaltender? Does he uh, does he keep the current coaching staff intact, or does he change coaches and find and hit on a new coach who's fantastic? Those are questions that we don't that, that have not been answered yet, and we don't know. But that, to me, is what's going to provide the clear indication of how well this franchise is now set up going into this decade. And then also when I look at the Wolves, um, and you know I'm such a great basketball mind um, after this last week's of shows, uh, I think what helps the Wolves is the fact that I think the West, when I look at it, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, LeBron's, what, 34, 33 years old? Yeah, he's in the 30s. Like, I don't look at anyone in the West either that's like, they're going to be running the West for the next 10 years. Who is that team off the top of your head that you can think? I don't I don't think that it exists. I'm not saying the West is wide open right now, but I think it's well, very the West, is, the West is the West is talented, but yeah, I don't know that there is I don't know that there's that next transcendent player in the West who's going to give his team a clear cut, okay, that, that team's great. But and keep in mind too, what sports leagues love now or seem to value more now a lot of times is parody as well. That's my that's why football's so tough mm-hmm. to me. Because the National Football League does everything they can and the, a lot of their games are crap. But what they like is close scores. They like the fact that this team pops up. You know, going into each football season, you can basically pick what decks, two to three teams that are going to go backwards from their previous year. Yeah. And then there's two to three teams that pop up. Right. And the league loves that. But that makes it very tough then to be consistently great, which is why the Patriots are so impressive. And the fact that year after year after year, the Patriots were so competitive, so good. And now the question becomes, without Brady, can they maintain a semblance of that? Or does that just come undone in New England? Right. And I think with the Vikes that the Wilfs have 
change the culture a little bit. They're not afraid to spend money. Um, yeah, it, it as much as a big Mike Zimmer fan as I am, and I, I defend him tooth and nail, it, I'd be shocked if he made it past the twenty twenty five into the twenty twenty five season. Or basically, he's old by that time, I mean, yeah, he's old. He's got to be. He's I, in the sixties right now. I think he's sixty two, sixty three right now. So I'd be shocked if he was here for more than half of this decade. It's a fun conversation, um, but I, I, I think both the Wolves having not of a with the NBA and the Western Conference being a little bit up for grabs when I look at it from a long view, and in hockey the randomness and the fact of the Wild I think are on the rise with their prospect pool and are positioning themselves to finally again make some noise. I think it's interesting there. Can I put them as favorites to be it? No, but I, I do think they're positioning themselves well to be, to be that team. I'll just say, if I have to pick one team uh, beyond the Lynx, I'm just going to go w- with the Twins because I think I've been the most impressed by what Falvey and Levine have done there. Garen, I still need to see more from. Rosas, exact same thing. And who knows, with all the changes Gerson's made, who knows? Um, but I, I think we've seen enough from the Twins brass, which has obviously been here for a longer period of time than uh, Bill Garrett and Gerson Rosas, that we've seen that they pretty clearly, I think, know what they're doing and they make pretty smart moves and that they're going to continue to build, as you talked about, that farm system. So I guess sort of by default on on what we've seen from the executive level and also it looks like they hit on the right guy in Rocco Baldelli. I'll go with the twins okay. based on that, but it's a I, I don't have I don't have a super good feeling that there is one definitive team that I can put my finger on here locally right now and say, boy, that could be the that could be the team of the 2020s. Yeah, I think it's probably easy to say the twins are the favorite um, to be that team. So if I had to pick one, I'd pick the twins. And I and you also say that though because of you know that if this wasn't paused, that the twins. If you surveyed all four teams, major men's sports teams right now, you would you would say the Twins have the best chance to win their respective championship. So not be high or great, but they have right. the best of the four to win their championship. Right. And with the Wild and Wolves, I, I think it's very optimistic. I with their with the new regimes and the prospect pools. I mean, the Wolves have Cat and D'Angelo Russell. You can say what you want, but those are two key key two key pieces that you can build around. And if you can supplement it around them. I think the sky's the limit there. Hopefully Cat wants to stay. And hopefully Cat wants to stay. That is also a big factor. The but- Wolves being the Wolves scare me way too much. <laughs> and the Wild I need to see way more from across the board. Um, the the Vikings also would be an easy choice just because they've been run pretty well. Yeah. Uh, but when you've been around since 1961 and don't have a Super Bowl, which they started playing in, what, 1967, um, it's hard to pick the Vikings just based on the fact that how the hell do they not have a Super Bowl by now? And I can't answer that question. I don't know. It, it's remarkable that I'm using that trivia question that we talked about on Purple Daily. When's the last time the Vikings had three consecutive losing seasons? Yeah, well, look at the coaches since Bud got here, man. They've you know they oh, went, they've always had great brain. Yeah, they've you know, always had good aside leadership. from Les Steckel in in '84, and the Vikings were smart enough just to bounce him immediately yeah. after that terrible '84 season. But you look at the transition. What it was, Bud. And then Steckel, and then he's gone, and it's back to Bud, and then Jerry Burns, and then Danny Green. The stability in that area of the Vikings and the consistency to be good, but ordinarily not great. But still, as I asked Phil or told Phil, how do you not just accidentally stumble into one Super Bowl by now? You know? I know, man. Like 98, you win it, or 2000. I'm not even getting greedy. I'm not even saying both. 
or you lost four in the 70s. How do you not? Now, they did lose. They lost to, especially those last three came against, what, the Steelers, the Dolphins, and the Raiders. Those were three really good franchises and teams. I get that. But you would have thought at some point in time, hell, you could have won the game against the Chiefs, right? You didn't win that game. So, all right, we are done. It's um, the Mackie and Judd After Show. Appreciate you listening. We do these on Tuesdays and Thursdays. He's Declan. I am Judd. We will talk to you later. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.